Hello and welcome to Real Talk, a real estate podcast that is focused on the people who work in this industry. My name is Harvey Coker with the Officer Street Partners real estate team at Cascade Hassan Sotheby's International Realty in Vancouver, Washington, and I'm so excited to bring this podcast to you. Each week, I will be speaking with different agents and people in the industry to hear all about them, who they are, their experiences, their stories, why they do what they do, and how they are adapting to an ever-changing landscape. Janelle stopped in on her way to the airport to have a chat with me as our global networking event has come to an end. I was so excited to talk with a brilliant agent from the Scottsdale area who has targeted her niche and made it her own. Okay, welcome to Real Talk. Thank you for making some time to to come on out here to this incredible house. It is stunning. It It is is absolutely stunning. So um, we can't get back in the house now, um, but I took a little tour of the house earlier, which I'm going to put, I'll put videos out. Excellent. And uh, it's... It's incredible. It's got maybe the best man cave I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, downstairs. And those are those are those are selling features. Yeah, it's including a theater room downstairs. Excellent. in the man cave, which wow. is incredible. Yes, and all the bedrooms are on the main level except for the guest quarters. Oh, yeah, it has guest quarters upstairs. Very nice. I know. Very. It looks nice. fantastic. Yes. Um, well, again, thank you for making some time. You are going straight to the airport from here. I am. I am. So yes. I feel very privileged that you've uh, that you stopped in on the way. Well, this is important. I I think this is incredible. Um, I've had the opportunity to do a couple other podcasts this year, and I really enjoy it. So it's good fun. Yes, it's good fun yes. with the right people. Yes, hundred percent. And that's what I've been. That's why I've been searching out, particularly in the first couple of months of doing this. I've been searching out the right people to have on the podcast uh, to share stories with. Amazing. I well, think that's the best. I'm glad I made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so tell me, you're in Scottsdale. I am. And you're a Scottsdale native. I am. Third okay. generation. Third generation. Yes. Third generation in real estate as well, or just? No, and I guess I should clarify, third generation Arizona native. Uh-huh. So my grandmother was born in Yuma, Arizona. Uh-huh. Um, her family owned a uh, farm down there, Berryman Farms. Mm-hmm. And my mom was born in Tucson and my dad was born in Phoenix. Um, oh. So uh, I lived. Everyone was there. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're there. My parents met at U of A Med School, and uh, oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool. How long have you been doing this crazy job? That this we crazy love thing. So this, this crazy, crazy thing, thing called real estate. Crazy thing called real estate that we that we cry about and scream about and laugh about all the time. All and all at the same time. All right? at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I got my license in 2006, so okay. I've been at it since. What a time then. to get your license. Yes, yes. Uh, so, okay, how were your first couple of years in, in the industry? Well, ironically enough, um, I actually got my license in Montana. Okay. Um, my husband was already, well, that time was my fiance, um, was working in Montana. So I'm a very type A firstborn don't waste time, get things done. So I was up there um, in the summer before we were talking about getting married. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm just knock this real estate thing out. So I'm ready to go, you know, next year when I move here. And um, so took, got my Montana license and uh, obviously didn't use it for a year, <laughs> um, but I was ready. And then um, we did, we got, I graduated from ASU, got married um, and moved up there all in the matter of about 30 days. And then I said, I'm taking a break. Mm-hmm. So I gave myself 30 days and then I was supposed to start at uh, Coldwell Banker actually up in Montana. And my husband came home maybe two weeks after into my month break and was like, hey, there's a job opening back in Scottsdale. Do you want to move back? And I was like, you know, 
think this Arizona girl might not survive Montana. So, um, <laughs> yeah, let's do that. So uh, the, the snow, you didn't want to deal with all that snow? You know, here's my thing. If it's if it's going to be like that in the winter and negative numbers and all those things, um, it better be gosh darn beautiful in the summer. <laughs> and where we were in Montana, it was still 105. So my, my thing, I said 100 degree swing is not okay with me. <laughs> so um, we never get to zero in Arizona. So we do not have 100 degrees. <laughs> no, you have the, some of the best winters around. We do. We really do. Yeah, that's why so many people from the Northwest go buy their second home in that's Scottsdale. Right. That's right. Um, I must have sent three, four people in 2021 and then another at the start of last year. Yeah. As well down there. Unfortunately, that was pre-Sotheby's for me. Okay. Um, how long have you been with Sotheby's? I joined Sotheby's in 2019. Okay. Yeah. So right before the crazy kicked off. Right before the crazy. So I guess to finish my story, so came down um, and by Labor Day, uh, had my license in Arizona and I actually started in commercial. So a friend of mine um, owned, or friends that I grew up with, her dad owned his own development company and needed some help. And so I jumped right in and I was able, he was actually building a shopping center at the time um, and had previous ones. So I did tenant management in his already operating shopping centers and then was able to completely see the process from the ground up on a shopping center development. That's amazing. Um, and then quite quickly decided that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> so Isn't it funny how you get into an aspect of this business and really quickly you realize, no, this yeah. is not happening. Yeah. So my first two deals were a daycare and an auto parts store in Texas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you thought, nah, no more. Yeah. It just, it was corporate for me. And really the reason I wanted to get into real estate, I was a marketing major um, and I worked for a realtor in college, um, I nannied for his family and that was in 05. So that was even more crazy. So he just needed bodies in the office, um, doing things. Uh, I mean, don't tell anyone I was writing contracts before I was licensed, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> things like that. So, um, yeah, so I, I knew, um, that that's really the aspect I wanted to get into, mm -hmm. um, and have the flexibility that it offers, um, so I was part-time from 06, really, to 2019. Um, had two kids, and my youngest went to kindergarten in 2019, and mm -hmm. I decided mom was ready for a full-time career in real estate. Uh, so I took um, a gal to lunch who was with Sotheby's, and she, she does equestrian properties, which I wanted to be um, in that world. My husband trains horses. I've been in the horse world my whole life. Okay. So, um, I, I just took her to lunch. She said, I want to be you, but I want to be you in my horse world. Cause in the horse world, there's varying umbrellas. If there you are different parts of the horse world. There are, there are. We're going to have to get onto that as well. Yeah, I think different breeds, different, and in their whole, they're their own little world. So anyway, she said, absolutely. Um, you can do this. You are going to kill it. And all, she said, just come over. So we're at the same brokerage so we can share marketing. You can take my listings if you need to get started. Whatever you need, you just do it. But it just would be easier if you come to Sudbury. So I was like, sure, sounds good, you know, and uh, signed up and went to Ninja the first week I joined. And the, the market cooperated with my plan of killing it my first year as, um, as a full-time agent. And here we are. So, and here we are indeed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great story. Who is the agent who helped you out? Her name's Josie Pakula. Okay. I haven't met Josie yet. Yeah, she's she's a character you should. There are a lot of Scottsdale people here. Well, was you she know, here as well? She was not. Okay. She was not. No. 
it's an easy it's an easy drive slash flight. So it is. I've noticed yeah. there's a lot of Scottsdale. There's a lot of Florida. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of one Sotheby's. There's a lot of premier Sotheby's. Yes. Um, and for people who are in the United States coming here, you know that's one of the furthest trips. Mm-hmm. If they're not, if they're not coming from the Northeast, right? Then that's one of the fur- furthest trips, and there's so many of them. Yes, I I found that to be true. Also, I everyone was from Florida. <laughs> I felt like, but but then people said I feel like everyone's from Arizona. I was like, okay, fair. So oh, absolutely, I'm sure yeah. it's yeah. one of those things that um, it's like the people you already know, you just don't see them, right? Uh, so there's I think seven or eight people from my office down here. I think I saw them for 15 minutes last night yeah. and it's been three days. Yeah. And it's just not. And the funniest part is um, the first morning event yesterday morning, mm-hmm. I was there for the start and then I had to go out about halfway through. And then I went back to meet up with some people and I knew that they were in there. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to let everybody come out and I'll see them <laughs> as they come out. That was a mistake. Yes. That, <laughs> that was, was like. I've never seen anything like that. I mean, it was chaos. There were so many people going one direction. One direction. Mm-hmm. It was just a flood. Yes, it was a, a flood of people. Flood of people. Yes. I, I, it got to the point where everyone's face just blurred together because there were so many uh-huh. people in a crowd. Yes, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was insane. Um, but is this your first Sotheby's event? This is my first G and E. This is I went to T and E in Austin. Oh yeah, in September. So that was my first um, networking event mm-hmm. ever, really. And uh, I tell people I I really felt like an idiot because I think growing up in your market, in your sphere, having a great um, sphere right around you, referrals, really, I just didn't even think of it as part of my business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went there and I was like, why? Like, why have I not thought of I, I totally understand that. Yeah. I totally get it because I think unless it's put on your radar, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that it just doesn't, it's not going to be unless it's put on your radar by something else. Yeah. Well, and uh, then, and then you're hooked. So you're hooked, yeah. now, I mean, I'll, whatever, I'll sign up for the next, I, I don't think I can do H&E, but. Um, oh yeah. H&E's yeah. coming up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's going to be tough to turn down. Right. I know. I H, know. It's going to be tough to turn down. I go, I'm going to England for two weeks in August. Okay. Um, taking my dad to play golf in Scotland for his 60th birthday. Amazing. Which is going to be great. That's incredible. Um, but I also have a yearly golf trip to Bandon Dunes in, in Oregon in okay. October. Um, there's a, there's a limit to the time that you take. Correct. Particularly around that time of the year. Yeah. Um, and yes, H&E would be very beneficial. Yeah. Um, but I've also never been to Hawaii. So uh, it's a little like mixing work it's a and mixed pleasure feeling too much, a little maybe. Almost, yeah. 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 I almost think if I'm going to go to Hawaii, the first time I want to go, I'm going to go for a week to 10 days and just enjoy Hawaii. I kind of agree with you. Because apart from today, when I've come to this beautiful listing here and we've come here, yeah, I haven't left the win. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I haven't right. left the win. Right. I know some people have arranged some dinners at some other places. And well, I, I, I have to lie. I went to the T-Mobile Arena on Saturday night. But that was before everything got going. Because yes. as soon as anything starts, which really things started Sunday, mm-hmm. as soon as something starts, you're in. Mm-hmm. And you're in until you leave. Yep. And I saw a lot of people left this morning mm-hmm. as well um, because they were here been Sunday. Here. Exactly. They've been yeah. here doing all that stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but it's been great. Yeah. Have you loved it as well? You enjoyed it? Uh, yes. I mean, absolutely incredible. Just, I'm, I'm still reeling over. I mean, I think you need a little 
downtime. Unfortunately, that's not really going to happen because I actually <laughs> have another, my annual spring event I do is on Sunday because that was the only day I could fit it in. So I'm, I mean, my quick regroup tonight and uh, then that's on my mind, but actually really fun story. Girl I met the first night um, at a dinner is headed to Scottsdale tomorrow. Nice. And we were connecting and she mentioned that they're actually considering moving there. So we're going to go hike tomorrow morning and I'm going to show her my neighborhood because Absolutely. what how she described her husband and, you know, their interest. I was like, I think you just need to come check out where I live. So, um, yeah, so we're not stopping. I'm, Isn't it great when yeah. you find that connection yeah. and immediately you just think we're, we're so similar. Yes. And you just go for it. Yes. Yeah, no, it's it's so true. Um, I'm, I'm kind of kind of like you in the sense of I leave Thursday night. I don't land until midnight mm -hmm. and I have a 10 a.m. listing shoot on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm so excited about the house because it's one that we've been working with them for about four years. Oh my goodness. Um, they were going to move two different times for work. Okay. So once they were going to go to Florida about a year and a half, two years ago, then they decided they didn't want to take that job. Okay. Now they're going to Buffalo, New York. Wow. But their house is incredible. It's one okay. of the best in the whole Vancouver area. Amazing. And so I can't wait for that. Yes. I'm just not excited about timing. <laughs> yeah. That. And I think that's something that people don't understand about our job unless you do it as well. Mm -hmm. There is no coming back from something and taking like mm -hmm. two, three days to to settle in. No. Because you, you already did that. You've already so, done it. Yeah. <laughs> You've already done it. Your time was the time here. Mm -hmm. It wasn't yep. telling to settle back in. Right. It's not happening. Right. How have you felt with workload and everything while you've been here? You know, I'm actually super blessed. The timing of everything. I had a closing right before I left. I have a closing... Next week, um, I got through an inspection period on the listing. So, like, it was actually the perfect, like, I don't want to call lull, but, like, I, I felt super able to be present mm -hmm. and, and not be rushing back to the room and this addendum and that contract. Um, I had a listing that I was hoping would sell when I was gone because, you know, that happens when you leave. Then... But that didn't happen. Anyone I mean, says, I still got I still got four hours. So I mean, hang time. on, hang on. There's time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone says if you want to be busy, just book a trip. Exactly. exactly. Just book a trip, and everything will be chaotic. Yeah. So I left. Uh, I came here Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Um, this last so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't think I left the office before 10 p.m. Yeah. Each of those days, just yeah. everybody came out of the woodwork at the same time. Yeah. Um. Well, on top of me scheduling kids schedules because i also um, exactly pick them up take them to sports so um also big shout out to my assistant who was home you know holding things down too so. we always need someone everyone needs someone in their life who you trust and help out and yes. is a lifesaver yes i love said, you Alyssa. thank you <laughs> so tell me about your life outside of real estate life outside of real estate um well i consider myself my children's uber driver um, I have a nine and a 12 year old. Um, uh, my son is 12 and he swims competitively, plays football, um, and rides horses, uh, rides riding horses. So my husband trains horses, like I mentioned earlier. Um, and then my daughter does competitive cheer and also rides. So, um, we also live kind of rural Scottsdale. Okay. So, um, like my closest grocery store is 20 minutes. Their school's 37 minutes away. So, I have a lot of car time, which and you got to plan that. Like that, that's yes. got to be planned around the business. That stuff has yes. to really fall into place. Yes, and luckily my office is kind of smack in between, mm -hmm. so um, I I really leave home and I don't come home until eight o'clock. Um, you know, and and it's really been 
um, good for me to to have time management and to just it's not an option to go home. Like everyone get all your crap that you need for the rest of the day because I'm not making a special trip. So (laughs) yeah, we don't got time for that. So, um, but working at the office, I'm so much more productive anyway. I just Uh, get way too sidetracked at home. Way too sidetracked. It's too distracting. Yeah. I have a puppy. He just brings a toy over. Next thing I've been playing for 20 minutes. (laughs) Exactly. My Benji, go, go fetch and roll around on the floor yeah and I'm like, wait what happened to that yeah. <laughs> what happened to that i was supposed yes. to do that 20 minutes ago yeah it's so true it's so easy to to do and i think it's also really important i really value office time mm-hmm. i value it of with keeping the connections with the people in our office as mm-hmm. well because sometimes we get so busy and we're all doing so many different things i know there was a period in 2021 where i didn't go into the office for nearly four months mm-hmm. I, just, I look back at that period and think, that's great. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That should never well, happen. I just love, I have kind of a corner desk and I'm kind of in the middle. So, I mean, I do get distracted there too. If I really need to work, <laughs> I go, we have conference rooms and stuff. Uh-huh. But I so enjoy just people stopping by and, you know, catching up. And um, I've kind of, through that process, I've I've mentored a couple you know, agents or, you know, they I'm just, they're asking me stuff and I love it. I think it's so I, I love that aspect of the business too. I think that's a really great part of the business. Um, have you changed anything in the last couple of years? Because the market shifted so drastically. Yeah. And I know some plenty of people who have been in the Scottsdale area mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, and it's different to where I am. It's a different market at mm-hmm. that point. Um, have you had to change anything in the last couple of years or have you noticed anything drastically different? Well, I think it's it's a little not fair to say the last couple of years because yes, I made a huge change, right? In 2019 mm-hmm. from for, I'm part-time. talking from like 2021, yeah. 2020, 2021 of, you know, the market just took off. Right. And right. kind of adjusting and adapting yeah. to to that period. Yeah. Is there anything that you've done in that time, particularly of just make is it processes or anything else yes. that, that's helped? Yeah. I mean, I think I my database is huge. Um, I mean, it's it's the core of my business. And so I think just it's we've had time, right? We just, we didn't have time between the craziness. So, um, you fell off. I mean, I, going back to Ninja, you know, the process works and you still have to stick to the process even when you're successful or then you kind of get behind. Mm -hmm. So, and your, your connections that you make typically, you know, are a 45 to 90 day process in the future of when you're going to see the fruit of that. So, um, if you're so busy that you're not making, those forward calls and connecting and staying top of mind, then 45 days later, you're going to be like, why don't I have any closings? Or, why don't I have any going on? It's like, no, 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 you got to put in the, yeah. So um, I think, yeah, just having a little more time because it's not so crazy has been beneficial to kind of get back to basics a little bit. Yeah. Make sure um, that that database is super groomed. I just keep it at about 200, um, but it's, I mean, I go through it constantly and I'm mm-hmm. making sure I've got people on there, you know, moving people to hot lists, warm lists, um, all that good stuff. That's and, my favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite time of the week. Yeah. yeah. Just making sure everyone's on the right list. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Monday morning. Monday morning. Yes. I really enjoy that time. Yes. I really do. Yeah. Um, so about Scottsdale, and I, I'm curious about this because I, I haven't really connected with anyone yet in depth about Scottsdale. Um, how was the change when things shifted last year, last, last year, last year? Yeah. It's yeah. Last year already. I want to say, I know, right? Because for us, it was a complete black and white. Yeah. Next day. Yeah. Everyone was gone. Yeah. No one wanted to look anymore. Yeah. And 
we did 70 deals last year and we only had one closing in three months at the end of the year. Yeah. And you look at that and think, that's that's crazy that, yeah. they, that it was night and day different like that. Yeah. So funny, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this was mindset or I don't know what you want to say, but basically I kind of had a slow third quarter um, summer, which is typically slow for us. Yes. And I think that's a little, we got a little confused People were just like, oh, it's the summer slowing. You know, we're just back to normal mm -hmm. where we have a slow summer. So I think it kind of was masked for us a little bit sure. because we we weren't hundred. We just were like, oh, no, no, it's back to normal. We're just not used to this because we haven't had a slow, quote unquote, season. Yeah. Um, but then come fourth quarter, I was like, well, this is not acceptable. So I made a goal of doing 10 deals between October 27th and um, December 31st. And I got to six. So. Um, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know, I guess in my mind, I mean, yes, the market has changed, but really that sh it's really not an excuse because there's no, it's, still it's the perception of the change as exactly. well. It's still everyone on your database that, I mean, either needs a home or needs to move mm -hmm. or like, if you don't have anyone on your list like that, then you need to add some more people. <laughs> you, de you definitely do. I, I think for us as well, the key at the end of last year was the people who in springtime mm -hmm. who started getting pushed out of price points because of the rate changes and they had a tighter budget was engaging them when everything went quiet in autumn going mm -hmm. into december and going into the winter because the winter is always a slow time at the end it's kind of the same thing mm -hmm. of are we just back to normal right now right. or is this a complete slowdown for a period of time right. here right so we engaged i engaged a client that i hadn't even shown a house to um, in probably six months mm -hmm. at that time frame. And he was so unfortunate when he moved to where I am in 2021. He came from Seattle because they were renting and they're priced out of the Seattle market. Mm -hmm. And he moved to Vancouver. And at the same time, the Vancouver market shut up. Yeah. And he missed out on everything. Dang it. He just, he just didn't, he was 400 to 425 price point, mm -hmm. but just got outbid. Yeah. Made great offers and did right. the absolute best he could on everything. Yeah. Even when we had a great relationship with the listing side, it's just, it's not enough sometimes. Mm -hmm. But we re-engaged him and he closes on May 1st. Yay! On a, on a contract that there were 12 offers on, in a day. That's awesome. Uh, but he was ready to go. He's been mm -hmm. ready for months now yeah. when the right one came up. Yep. And I think that's what the end of last year for us was all about, mm -hmm. was kind of going through those processes mm -hmm. as well. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see how the rest of this year, going into next year, Yes. Happens as well. Yeah. What are you what are you telling people right now? What are you talking to them about? Um I mean, we and again, we have numbers to prove it like in office meetings. I mean, we had our little dip and we're we're back up. So, um I had a guy who tried to um do a virtual presentation to uh some people that I know in the Washington area mm -hmm. and he was like, "Everyone, you you got to go to Scottsdale. Scottsdale market's tanking." I'm like, "Are you insane?" Yeah. Are you are you actually kidding me? Yeah. And because I I know some people, it's not tanking. No. It's ridiculous. No, I mean <clears throat> my listing um, that I put on the market two weeks ago. That is a it's a it was an equestrian property, a little bit more rural, um, outside you know Phoenix city limits in Wickenburg. And I was like, you know, it's a beautiful listing. It aligns completely with what I want to be known for is you know equestrian ranch properties. Um, I think this one might take a little while, but it's okay. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. It's going to have great marketing and have great PR on it. Um, no, first 
first 12 hours on, two full price offers plus the land next door. Then they got in a bidding war. I was like, what's happening? What is happening? <laughs> what's happening? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, yeah, but that's actually a fun story too. She, she literally, the owner called me out of the blue um, and said, I wasn't happy with anybody within that small town uh, for, you know, to list it. I, mm-hmm. I Googled Scottsdale Equestrian Agent and you popped up. I read your bio and I think you're my person. So headed out there and did my presentation and um, the most astute 80-year-old I've, I've seen in a while. She was smart as a tack and knew what she was doing and told me what she wanted and if I could accomplish that. She was she was gonna sign. So I love that. <laughs> I love that. I'm telling everybody right now that um, true value is true value. If you do it right, mm-hmm. you're still gonna get the right number as long as you have like your expectations mm-hmm. are aligned with what you can sell your property for based on doing it correctly. And a hundred percent, that's what happened. She uh, priced it correctly, correctly, and she reaped the benefit because yeah. she was the next best property on the market. That those hoverers that we're waiting for the next best thing mm-hmm. and bam, it went. And I, and I have a list. Um, I'm calling the whole neighborhood this week because I have three people that said, find me something in there. Find I, something I need there. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that because so many people missed out on something special that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a listing start of last year uh, and a great family moved to the area from South Carolina in 2019. And they've, finally found their forever home up there as well mm-hmm. we had to sell the house at 950 to make the deal work for the one they wanted to buy at 1.4 and they just had an appraisal at 825 six months before so we said well we shoot for the stars at 950 or yeah. we do nothing right two 950 offers a 975 a million 25 and a million 95 i love it don't know how it appraised at 1.1 don't know what was going on there i love it but um the guy who bid at a million 25 Missed out on that house. He was devastated. Mm-hmm. Neighbor called me two months later. Mm-hmm. And I told him, you can't get what they got. You can't get 1.1. 1. 1. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. The market's changed as well. Right. So we're in a situation of there are less buyers now who can afford what you want to sell. Mm-hmm. But your number's 900,000. But maybe we go back to this guy and see what he wants to do. And he just did a million twenty-five off market. That's incredible. Which was I ridiculous. Yes. I, I was scratching my head yes. thinking... Did you not want to come in at nine? Because right. that's what the numbers say. Just right. didn't want to try that. Yeah. He wanted the property. Yeah. And he was ready to go. Yep. And that's, I think that's a, there's a lot of those opportunities mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So how, how did you, when you moved to Scottsdale, you said you wanted to, or move back to Scottsdale, you said you wanted to, um, you know, be this person mm-hmm. and that's your niche and that's what you were looking for. Yes. how do you go about that? Um, like, kind of what have I put into place maybe since? Yeah, so, okay. since you had that meeting and you mm-hmm. came on board and then yeah. you started yeah. going, what what specific stuff you've done to to really target that niche? Well, it's my niche already because um, I did, I showed horses, that's how my husband and mm-hmm. I met. So um, it was really just a matter of telling everyone this is what I was doing full-time mm-hmm. and that um, I was, you know, when whenever anyone in my, in that horse show world um, came to town, I wanted them to know that I was the one to call. Mm-hmm. So I sponsor horse shows. I do booths at horse shows. Um, and I, uh, I started doing, there's this amazing cookie girl that actually I went to high school with who makes these beautiful, delicious cookies. So, um, 
she themes them and matches like the logo of the horse show and they're at my table and now I cannot go to a horse show without they're like where's the cookies where's the cookies <laughs> I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh let me get set up here guys um but anyway so I think just just being um being top of mind you know yep. with those people and uh you know I we're a close knit community so you know all the horse trainers will refer you know refer their clients that might be looking um that aren't necessarily our clients you yeah. know but um they're like oh yeah call janelle you know so um you need something no questions asked call janelle you know so um i think just really just really taking care of that community and just being present and making sure they know this is what i'm doing full-time that's great yeah and uh your kids in, into horse horse riding they and are as well they i don't are. know if they had a choice um, I mean, they did because that never works when you just <laughs> no, force it, it. But um, I'm not. Sh they're both. They're they're really good writers. I mean, yeah. I'm bragging a little bit, but um, proud mom moment. But no, they're. It's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. So um, yeah, and it's it's just it's a great community to raise kids in. I mean, we live in a little rural, so you know, we have quads, we have bikes, we live on a dirt road. Um, we don't lock our door. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a little bit different. Um, and we are raising our kids with the kids we grew up with. Um, when we were, we, my husband and I met at 16 and 17. So. Oh, that's a story right there. Yeah, I know it is. All that's those, a story right yeah, there. Yeah. 17 years this June. So. 17 years. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. How does, how does he handle being, um, kind of with someone who has this job that is nonstop? Yeah. He, well, he's, his job also is very demanding and nonstop. Um, so we just really have each other's backs and yeah. whatever needs done gets done. So, um, you know, like today I actually moved up my flight so I can pick my son up at swim um, because nice. my assistant was sick today. So, you know, oh, it just, no. whatever you, you, we just know it, we make it work. Yeah. Um, so our biggest fault is probably, you know, not taking enough time together so um we need to be better about that but uh at the same time we so enjoy you know doing things with the kids and being with the kids and their ages right now um that it's uh but making it's time you making know, that time it's really important time. it's really important yeah. really important yeah um and you've been away for three days four days but yeah we came saturday morning so um so what did, you, what did you get up to over the weekend because you know things didn't really start kicking off till sunday yeah, well, Saturday, so I had, let's see, what did I do? I had a dinner, I had a happy hour Saturday, like 4.30, then I had a 6.30 dinner, then I did the 9 o'clock bus ride tour of Vegas. Oh, nice. Which was actually great. Um, I mean, all networking, and and then Sunday was insane. I hosted an event on Sunday. Oh, so that was, that was really cool. Um, Tasha Osborne from Ocala, Florida is also equestrian. We met at T&E, and we're pretty much instant best friends. <laughs> so she <laughs> called me actually and she said, we need to do something in Vegas. And I was like, okay. She goes, I've only been to Vegas once. She's like, you go there all the time. She's like, what, what do we do? What for this equestrian, we're making this equestrian thing like happen. Like we are going to, you know, not reinvent, but just bring this equestrian community yeah. together um, within Sotheby's. Yeah. So I said, okay, okay. So we ended up, um, we had a private tour of the South Point Equestrian Center the hotel at the end of the strip. Mm -hmm. um, we go there for horse shows twice a year, so I've, I've, I've been there many so you, times. You could have given the tour. I could have. I totally yeah, could have. Yes, tour, yeah. yes. But I was like, yeah, it's a little more professional. <laughs> somebody else does. But anyway, 
Um, so we did that and we had a private happy hour in the arena. So the arena, the barn, everything's like in the hotel. It's mm -hmm. actually, it's, everyone thought it was so, I knew it was cool, but I was like, I hope this is like, people don't think this is weird or whatever. But everyone just was, thought it was, I mean, it's an amazing facility. Like you yeah. can't help but kind of be like, wow. Um, yeah. And had a little happy hour in the bar, like, um, and, and came back, but, and then I was able to kind of get that whole group of about 20 together again last night, just throughout, I'm at Overlook Bar, 5.30, and, you know, another four or five had kind of heard about it, and so said, hey, I'm equestrian, you know, I want to join, and so we were able to include a couple of them last night, but uh, that's been, I mean, it's it's just been incredible to see, to throw something out there and have people respond mm -hmm. so positively, I think was really cool. I think, I've spoken to a lot of people, and I think, one thing that everybody's been saying, um, particularly for people who are going to their first GNE or, you know, within three, four years in the brand, that kind of thing, you'll find your tribe. Mm -hmm. You'll 100%. find your tribe around here. Yes. And you, you don't, it might be a tribe that you don't even expect. Right. But it, you'll find it one way or another yeah. and it will click into place. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was connections beforehand that you kind of just confirmed that these are going to be, be people you're going to be connecting with all the time. Yep. But there are other connections that we've made very quickly, and I, I already know I'm going to be mates with you for a long time. <laughs> yeah. We're sure. going to have a great time. Yep. And I'm really looking forward to this. Yes. It's, it's going to be good. Yes. Um, so how, how have your days been here? Has it kind of fallen into a routine almost in terms of sessions, in terms of like this is what I'm doing at 5.30, this happy hour. I yes. find myself here because I keep finding myself in the same places. Yes. Even if it's different people. Yes. I find myself at B bar till two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I um I passed on that one last night. Oh, but you did? um I pushed through the crowd. Actually, my friend was like, I was like, I'm gonna push through. She's like, Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna push through the crowd <laughs> to the elevator. And she's like, Oh, I was just like, I I gotta get some sleep. So yeah. um yeah, no, I mean, I felt like it was a bit of a marathon from Saturday noon to Monday, what, what, I don't even know what day it is. Tuesday was our first session, right? Yesterday? Tuesday morning. Okay, yes. So I felt like that was big time marathon um, of bebopping. And I think I actually did get everywhere I was supposed to be, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, which wasn't looking. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. But um, did that. And then, yeah, I, I, I wanted to be present for the sessions. And I'm mm -hmm. really glad I did. Um, In Ingra, is that how you say her Yeah. Name? She was phenomenal. I mean... I don't know. I was blown away. I just was so encouraged by her story. And um, so I I went to the breakout group. So it was, I thought it was good to kind of like pre-do all that, but then also really engage in the mm -hmm. conference, uh, you know, as well, which yeah. know some people kind of blow that off sometimes, but I, I really found it encouraging. And What was uh, your favorite breakout session? Favorite breakout session? I think um, probably talking about the referral partners. Uh-huh. And just, you know, again, I think now that I'm aware of it, it's kind of like, okay, it's, and I have a little bit of a, I had way more of a game plan this time than T&E. Mm -hmm. um, so I think just hearing people's, you know, continued success stories of, hey, lay the groundwork. I think I really, someone said, you really need to make 30 to 50 connections, not hand your card, mm -hmm. but 30 to 50 people that you have connected with, that you stay in communication with. Um, on a on a personal level, not yeah. just on a real estate level, um, and then you're really going to see that referral business start to 
to be, you know, that residual income you're kind yeah. of looking for. So. Is it is now that the referral side of things are on your, uh, you know, have been put to you? Yes. Are you always thinking about it now? Yeah. Is it something you're always thinking about? Thinking, yeah. I want to connect with someone else. Yeah. Here's like a funny story, week. actually. So a week ago, um, I was in Cabo. So I did a quick girls trip, had three days home and then came here. Um, Jetting around. Yeah. Jetting around. I, and this is it, right? Like, I mean, I have not done anything since December. So it just all happened <laughs> to fall here. But um, met Liliana Zapata. Um, just when you're, well, whatever. I'm on vacation, right? I'm scrolling Instagram. I mean. Yeah. So she, you know, seen, had seen, I had seen that she was a Cabo agent. So just WhatsApp said, hey, I'm in town. Um, I have no idea where you are. I don't know if you're in San Jose. I don't know if you're by me. Um, but I'm staying at this hotel. It's kind of a chill day. Uh, if you had five minutes, I'd love to meet you. She came over. Um, we met, you know, had just about a 20-minute conversation. Mm -hmm. And she was coming to G&E. And uh, lo and behold, she needed a room on when, on uh, Saturday night. So we got a roll away. And uh, away we, I mean, we we call each other besties all weekend. So, but <laughs> I literally met her last Monday in Cabo, and you know it's now a lifelong friend. So, so as how quickly things things develop, that's for sure. Because yeah. we only spoke for the first time. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Was it Saturday? I think so. Does that mean we don't know what day? Uh, it is. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> I don't know. Is all I know is I put a message into the WhatsApp group about the podcast. Yes. Um, and you reached out to me immediately. Yeah. And um. And that's the reason why I knew straight away. I was like, yes, I have to get her on the podcast. Yeah. Because wanting to do something like this with someone you haven't really met before at a time like this as well, when everybody's so busy. Yeah. I knew that's definitely someone I wanted, someone I wanted to engage with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was Saturday. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. It must have been because I was at the airport. Okay. I'm pretty sure go. I was at the airport when I was sending that message. There you go. And reaching out to people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And things then happen so quickly. And there's a, an agent in Salt Lake City. Um, who randomly, I think I met her on Monday. Okay. I think it was. We've had three different drink sessions since yeah. Monday. Yeah. Monday morning or whatever it is. Did you find too that like people you connected with over the week, like you just kept literally physically running into them? <laughs> I mean, I was like, Emily or Kim or, oh my gosh, like here you are. Like I turn around at, in the lunch line and they're there. I don't know. I just... It's kind of like that you focus on the Ferrari you want and that's all you see. I felt pretty like that was a little bit like what it was. Pre pretty much. <laughs> it's weird because Saturday when I came in, um, I'm, go I'm in the hotel and I'm over by the lifts and you start seeing people. But you don't know if anyone's Sotheby's yet. Right. And it's almost, you see people come in and out of the lift. Yeah. And you think, I think you're Sotheby's, but it's too early it's to too say. Early to Maybe things start happening tomorrow. We'll see. Um, really glad we all got name badges and everyone's actually wearing them for right. one, which is great. But Sunday is when I started saying, Hey, Genie, Genie, yeah, Genie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Where, where are you off? Yeah, you know, having a little 30 second chat in the lift, that kind of thing. Yep, and I see them all the time. Yeah, so, um, Phyllis Yeager out of she's out of New Jersey area. Okay. I met her on Sunday at the Tacos Tequila home tour. Okay. That Brian Gilman and Jamie yep. Miller put on. Okay. That was so much fun. Was it? They had they, they had are a, a good time. They are a great time. Yes, and they are. What's really funny is I had called Brian three or four days before mm -hmm. because he's the first agent I called around here about a listing for this. Right. But he didn't have one, but he put me on to Tom Thomas, who had this one. Okay. But um we were at the tacos event and they had fresh tacos being made. They had a tequila bar upstairs. It was this luxury new build home and some people even went out on a boat and did a tour of the lake as well. So cool. It was just so much fun. Yes. Um, 
And then I met a couple girls, uh, Maddie and Stacia from Oklahoma. So they were on the podcast as well yesterday, poolside. But I met Phyllis on the bus. Okay. And then every time for the next two days that I went to the lift, either she was going the opposite way, always just crossing past. Right, right. Must have been eight times in a row in two days. I don't know what happened, but I kept seeing all the time. Right. Um, But those kind of connections too. And then we had the Tacos event, got back to the hotel. A couple hours later, went out. First person I saw, Brian again. Yep. Started walking down, hung out at a bar for a bit. Started walking the other way, saw Brian again. (laughs) Yeah. Just seeing him all the time. You just keep seeing the same people. Yeah. But then very quickly, I realized I'm going to be friends with Brian for years to come. There you go. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's been, it's been such a great time. Yes. Uh, a little bit overwhelming. A little bit. Little like, bit. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go home. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I've never been in Vegas for more than three days. I don't think I have either. <laughs> well, I guess a horse show at the South Point. But that's not Vegas. Like, we literally it's not Vegas, Vegas. don't leave it. Like, we yeah. don't leave the hotel. So. I, I was just saying, it's really interesting because the win is where it's located as well and everything we have going on. Yeah. This is the first time I've left the hotel other than the Tacos event on the party bus. Yeah. And it's a great time to have a bit of peace and quiet. Yes. This is this amazing so, place. so serene. Yeah. Serene. It's yes. beautiful. The views are incredible. Yes. Um, but every other time I've been to Vegas, I don't think I've seen the hotel. Right. Unless I'm sleeping. Right. And this has been the complete opposite. And yeah. I don't know what's worse at this point. I right. don't know what's harder to get through. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's harder because I probably shouldn't have stayed out as late as I stayed out. But uh, mm-hmm. it's, been, it's been so much fun. It has. It's been so much no, fun. it's been So uh, what else are you looking forward to the rest of the year? Personal life, business-wise, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to actually to my event on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's something um that's kind of it was my COVID project. Um I started in 2020, made a little coupon book, uh, just said called all my girlfriends that had businesses, like, hey, how can we get some business going again for you? Mm-hmm. People are sitting at home, they can shop, you know, on their computer. Yeah. So um I said, make a little coupon. Um give me the verbiage. I'm gonna have marketing put together, a coupon book, and I'm gonna send it to my whole database. So that was year one. Then year two, um, people are starting to come out a little bit. So I had a little, you know, sun- Sunday afternoon, three or four girls brought their stuff over to my house to sell, you know, had some little wine, whatever, pretty low key. Um, then last year, added another layer component of charity. So we, uh, 10% of the proceeds went to women run, a women-run charity and everyone that was there pretty much a boss babe woman business so we'll get that link and put that link up to the show yeah. on the video as well so yeah can so taking taking it one more step i worked with um i don't have a listing but i worked with this luxury rental company when super bowl was here to try to find um a lot of people wanted you know luxury rentals for super bowl and uh lux key was fantastic um to work with and so i just asked him i said hey would you mind if you had something open that Sunday afternoon, would you consider donating it to have me host this event there? And they said, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so it's one thirty to 5 on Saturday. And I've got 12 vendors now and live music Brilliant. and, you know, sponsors, title companies, um, home inspection companies. You know, I've got the support of my brokerage a little bit. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that um, immediately. And then uh, school's out in, like, Five weeks, which is crazy. So I mean, that's that's something that you have to consider. I, I, I have no concept of school's coming up in two weeks or yeah. three weeks, whatever it is. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, so planning summer and um, yeah, we've got we've got horse shows to go to, and um, I am also looking forward to planning uh, kind of an equestrian women's weekend 
to have people come kind of from this group that we created mm. out to Scottsdale. And I want to show them around and That'll be great. show them kind of what I do and, and my location. So That's great. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you making some time to come out and have a chat. Thanks for having me. Um, you stopped in on the way to the airport. I did. Which is commitment. <laughs> right. That's some serious commitment. Yep. Um, so I appreciate you making such an amazing effort to come out and, and chat to us. And it's been great to get to know you some more. Yes. You and, too. Um, we'll definitely catch up and please keep in, keep in contact. Yes. All right. Okay. Appreciate come it. Come to Scottsdale. Absolutely. I'll show you around. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.